No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we continue the story of David and Nabal. Abigail, Nabal's wife, meets David. Her wisdom saves her household, delivers David from blood guilt, and rewards her with a surprising future. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 25 on Simply the Bible. Today we look at a most amazing story of an exceptional woman. David and his men had been a wall of protection to a rich man named Nabal, protecting his herdsmen and livestock. But when David sent his young men to Nabal during the sheep shearer's season to ask for some consideration, Nabal insulted David and refused to give them anything. When the men told David, he mustered 400 to go and destroy Nabal and his household. Meanwhile, Nabal's wife, Abigail, quickly prepared a gift for David and his men and rode out to intercept David before it was too late. We continue in 1 Samuel 25, verse 20. So it was as she rode on the donkey that she went down under cover of the hill, and there were David and his men coming down toward her, and she met them. Now David had said, Surely in vain I have protected all that this fellow has in the wilderness, so that nothing was missed of all that belongs to him, and he has repaid me evil for good. May God do so, and more also to the enemies of David, if I leave one male of all who belong to him by morning light. David was full of wrath, and no doubt he felt justified. Nabal had treated him with such disrespect and showed no appreciation for what he and his men had done. When someone offends us, it is easy to think that we are justified in our anger. We may even call it righteous indignation. But James exhorts us, My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. For man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. But you say, isn't there a place for righteous indignation? Yes, but we must be righteous to exhibit it. The truth is that much of our anger is selfishly motivated rather than us being indignant for God's glory. Many times something has happened that has incited me to anger. I feel quite justified, but I've learned the hard way that usually it is not the best time for me to react. When I have reacted, I later regret my action. Abigail was about to save David from such regret. But regret on a level much greater than I have ever experienced. Abigail would save David from the regret of shedding innocent blood. Now, when Abigail saw David, she dismounted quickly from the donkey, fell on her face before David, and bowed down to the ground. So she fell at his feet and said, on me, my Lord, on me, let this iniquity be. And please let your maidservant speak in your ears and hear the words of your maidservant. Please let not my Lord regard this scoundrel Nabal. For as his name is, so is he. Nabal is his name and folly is with him. But I, your maidservant, did not see the young men of my Lord whom you sent. Now observe carefully this woman Abigail and her behavior. 
we have already been told that she was a beautiful and intelligent woman. Now that is a great combination. But here we see that her beauty was not only outward. Abigail was beautiful in character. She demonstrates seven qualities that make her an exceptional person. First, we see that she exhibits humility. She dismounts her donkey and falls on her face before David. She accepts full responsibility for the offense of her husband, even though it really wasn't her fault. Second, she shows respect. She requests rather than demands an audience with David. She addresses David as my Lord and calls herself your maidservant. Let me say that this is a very attractive quality in a woman. As Peter gives instructions to wives in 1 Peter 3, he says, Your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as braided hair and the wearing of gold jewelry and fine clothes. Instead, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. Abigail understood this long before Peter wrote about it. Third, she exercises good judgment. She calls Nabal a scoundrel and says folly is with him because his name means fool. Now, that's a terrible thing for a wife to say about her husband. But in this case, it was absolutely true. And if she didn't call it out the way it was, then her entire household would be wiped out. It seems that one of the best known verses of the Bible is, Do not judge lest you be judged which Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount. But did this mean that we are never to make judgments about people? No, because in the same sermon, Jesus says that we must not cast our pearls before swine, referring to people who have no regard for spiritual things. So how can we discriminate between those who will value our pearls and the swine? Clearly, we must exercise good judgment based upon the word of God and people's behavior. Nabal had acted foolishly because he did not appreciate David and his men and he refused to give them the hospitality that was required under the law of God. Abigail rightly judged Nabal for his foolish actions. Verse 26, Now therefore, my Lord, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, since the Lord has held you back from coming to bloodshed and from avenging yourself with your own hand, now then, let your enemies and those who seek harm from my Lord be as Nabal. And now this present which your maidservant has brought to my Lord, let it be given to the young men who follow my Lord. Please forgive the trespass of your maidservant. For the Lord will certainly make for my Lord an enduring house, because my Lord fights the battles of the Lord. And evil is not found in you throughout your days. Yet a man has risen to pursue you and seek your life, but the life of my Lord shall be bound in the bundle of the living with the Lord your God. And the lives of your enemies he shall sling out as from the pocket of a sling. And it shall come to pass when the Lord has done for my Lord according to all the good that he has spoken concerning you and has appointed you ruler over Israel, that this will be no grief to you nor offensive heart to my Lord, either that you have shed blood without cause or that my Lord has avenged himself. But when the Lord has dealt well with my Lord, then remember your maidservant. Fourth, Abigail 
demonstrates great faith in God. She sees the Lord's hand in her meeting with David to prevent him from avenging himself with his own hand. She believes that the Lord would make an enduring dynasty for David. And her most beautiful expression of faith is this, the life of my Lord shall be bound in the bundle of the living with the Lord your God. David was worried that Saul would take his life prematurely, but Abigail reminds David that he doesn't need to be afraid because his life is bundled with the living God. What a beautiful thing to say. This is true of every born-again believer of Jesus Christ. We are bundled with the living God. We are held in the living hand of our Lord Jesus Christ, and nothing shall snatch us out of his hand. Nothing shall be permitted to take away our life until God is through with us and has brought to pass every good purpose that he has for us. Fifth, Abigail demonstrates understanding. She understands David's situation and his feelings. She understands that David is is coming to avenge himself by destroying Nabal's household. She understands that David is a faithful warrior who has fought the Lord's battles with integrity. She understands that Saul has wrongfully pursued and sought to take David's life. She understands that the lives of David's enemies will be slung out as the stones that David slung from his sling when he killed Goliath. Sixth, she demonstrates generosity. When she comes, she comes with a substantial gift for David and his men, consisting of 200 loaves of bread, two wineskins full of wine, five sheep that have been slaughtered, nearly a bushel of roasted grain, 100 clusters of raisins, and 200 fig cakes. Seventh, Abigail demonstrates forethought. She helps David to look ahead to see how he will feel when the Lord does for him all the good that he has promised and makes David king. Will he want to bear the guilt of needless bloodshed on his hands? Will he be thankful that he avenged himself or that he trusted in the Lord to avenge him of his enemies? Finally, she has forethought to envision how David will regard her in the future. Now, is she worried that after David is made king, he will seek reprisal against Nabal and his household? Or does Abigail somehow have a premonition of what will happen to her husband, Nabal, and the role David will ultimately play in her life? We don't know. But she has the forethought to say, when the Lord has dealt well with my Lord, then remember your maidservant. Yes, Abigail was no doubt an exceptional person as well as a beautiful and intelligent woman. I have only scratched the surface of the lessons to be learned from her. Her qualities are exemplary for both sexes, but I think women especially could learn much from her example. Ladies, would you like to catch a warrior, a worshiper, and a king, a man after God's own heart? Then Abigail is a great case study. Verse 32, Then David said to Abigail, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel who sent you this day to meet me. And blessed is your advice, and blessed are you because you have kept me this day from coming to bloodshed and from avenging myself with my own hand. For indeed, as the Lord God of Israel lives, who has kept me back from hurting you, unless you had hurried and come to meet me, surely by morning light no males would have been left to Nabal. 
David demonstrates his noble character by receiving her advice. It is likely that Saul would never have received such advice from a woman, but David saw God's hand in sending Abigail to keep him from sinning. And David had the humility to receive her kind but truthful rebuke. David wrote in Psalm 141.5, Let the righteous strike me, it shall be a kindness, and let him rebuke me, it shall be as excellent oil. For David, these were not only poetic words, but he lived by them. David also greatly admired Abigail. He saw in her a woman who had the courage to stand up to him and tell him the truth, but who was also respectful of him and the place God had given him. How could he not be attracted to her? Solomon wrote of the virtuous woman, the heart of her husband safely trusts her so he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. I can honestly say that God has blessed me with such a wife in my Cindy. So David received from her hand what she had brought him and said to her, go up in peace to your house. See, I have heeded your voice and respected your person. David's final act of acceptance was receiving Abigail's gift. He accepted this as compensation for Nabal's offense and in so doing, he gave Abigail his pledge that he would not attack her household. He heeded her wise advice and respected her as a person. Abigail didn't need to be afraid for she had saved her household. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we will see the exciting conclusion of the story of David and Abigail. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 1 Samuel on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible